Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us this week on the podcast. Jennifer Bartlett. Hey guys. Robbie Croyle. Hello. Myself, Logan Daly. I'm here. I'm not sure what I did on the intro there that cracked everybody up all at once, but I did it. I was laughing at Rob. I don't know why he started laughing. Let's uh, move on to some footnoted goodness. All right. <laughs> Rob, Rob, I don't know. It, I, I did something. I did something. No. Well, it, not not quite to the footnoted. We got to talk about the move. It was not you. It was not you. It was me? Nope. Nope. It was a memory. It was something. I had, a, <laughs> I had a memory. Pepper Going back to my remembers. youth, it was funny. I cannot go. repeat it. Oh, there you go. It was one of them stories. Mm, that's right. a red band footnote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. All right, well, we did our move this week. We successfully moved church services. We did. It was pretty great. Uh, yeah. it, they, we did it. We it done was, it. It was moving. Oh, Lord. Nice. Well played. Well played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we we set everything up. We plugged everything in. Sometimes twice. Sometimes three times. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was the working out of the kinks of saying like this is a new space. How does our stuff fit in here? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Oh, or it does. Or you know whatever. Uh, that all worked pretty well. We had a, had a couple of a couple of visitors from Explore, Mark and Sasha Hasenjager. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Really appreciate them came being and, there. Came and, and hung out. What? I like them. That's all. Oh, Jen had a smirk on her face there. <laughs> or a smile. Or a, smi- or a it, smile. It seemed smirky. I was, I was <laughs> excited they were there. Could have been a smile. <laughs> no. No, not false. Fake news. Uh, yeah, so that was good. And uh, kicked off a new series. New series, new time, new place, new location. It was just new, 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 new. I know. Uh, talking so about stewardship. We love new. new <laughs> we do like our new stuff. We knew, yeah. We. This is a good series length. Four five weeks. weeks, four weeks, five weeks. Four we can weeks. handle that. The, yeah. This one's four, so even better. But yeah, we did. Our parables was five weeks. I, didn't, I wasn't tired of parables by the end of five weeks. No. And yeah. what's amazing is we just kept preaching parables and we just used we changed, more, more parables. We changed the series title and just kept preaching parables. Who knew? Maybe that's what we needed. We just who knew to that could be title. a thing. When yeah. we get to Genesis, we'll have a, a, a Genesis part A and a Genesis part B. Oh uh, yeah, if we could change the graphic ever so often, we'll just there in we the go. title. On the other hand, we could just not, because then I wouldn't have to create a new one for ten weeks. That sounds kind of nice. You know, our, our buddy Aaron Couch <laughs> is preaching a thirty-one week series. All right, I remember Aaron. Uh, he's that. That's probably a testimony to his growth as a person. <laughs> because, are you saying we'll be there in twenty years? Maybe, maybe. I don't. I don't know. Maybe ten. We're. I like. He was king of squirrels. I. I yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not wrong. No. No. So there's there's the I. But from a good on him sermon planning perspective that's, that's amazing that's brilliant. yeah you know 
All the right, gr- guys, we're going to preach on acts for the rest of the year. And then the graphics arts department, you are on furlough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> unless they, I mean, unless they're they're switching stuff up in the middle, maybe. I'm a sure they're better. doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But leveraging them for golf tournaments or something. Something I wouldn't know anything about such things. It's fine. It's fine. We're all if fine. If that went over your head, it went over mine too. Don't worry. <laughs> It didn't go over his head. The whole world is four foot one on this one. Well, I was thinking our audience. It went over their head. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Uh, Inside joke, party of two. (laughs) (laughs) Inside joke. I've always wanted to be a part of one of those. Not today. Not today. All right. So, yeah, move. Uh, Anything else you wanted to add on that? We've we've done it. We've successfully were at Stone Creek Lodge. I you know the, the staff at Stone Creek Lodge are just fantastic. They've great to work with for the planning phase of it, and then the execution phase on Sunday. I just really appreciate them. So if you get a chance to uh, stay in Missoula, uh, give Stone Creek Lodge a stay. It's a great facility. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is a very nice hotel. And, uh, it's got a Montana vibe. Mm-hmm. It's lo- locally owned, so if you Even like uh, supporting locally owned, support them. Even but, better. And if you need an event done someplace. Choose there, just not on Sunday mornings. You could join us. We will <laughs> we'll, we'll preach a little bit, <laughs> sing a little bit. In the middle of your event. Party <laughs> a lot. It'll be great. It'll be great. Good time. Good time had by all. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. All right. Well, let's talk some footnoty goodness then. <clears throat> we should do that. This uh, so new series on stewardship, and you used a parable. Like we we already talked, we queued this up beautifully. It's like we planned it, but we didn't. Uh, used a parable about the talents. Yep. So we got uh, just for anybody who hasn't heard that parable. Where's that at? It's in Matthew twenty four. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, it was one off, one off. Well done, Jen. Well done. Thank you. Bravo. Uh, so Matthew twenty five parable runs down. You got a you got a, a master. He gives his slaves, his servants, some talents, which is currency. Yep. And he gives them five talents, two talents, and one talent, respectively. Yep. And the five talent person goes and doubles his money, and then the two talent person goes and doubles that money. So from two to four, I'm good at math. And then the one talent person is lame sauce and buries it in a hole in the ground because he's terrified that his master will be angry at him if he does something wrong. Right. And uh, then the master comes back. And spoiler alert, he's angry anyway because the guy was like, I was afraid, so I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Yep. But everybody else put him to shame. So uh, you can go check check out the sermon if you haven't heard that. uh, And go check out that parable if you haven't read that one. But we'll talk about some details from that. Specifically, let's start with what is a talent and why is it a million dollars? What is it and why is it a million dollars? Yeah. So, um, so the IVP background commentary, okay, they will tell you that that a talent change, just, just like our currency, depending on the time and place, has different value. Sure. But in rough numbers, a talent is worth 10,000 denarii. Okay. Okay. 
and a denarii is a day's wage. Okay. And so the average person in America making $30,000 a year, they make $107 a day. Okay. So 10,000 denarii times $100, it's a million bucks. That math seems to check out. Rough numbers. Mm-hmm. So we think in terms of, well, man, one guy got five donuts and two donuts, and the third guy got one donut. That doesn't seem very, but no, this is five million, two million, one million. This is. That's not chump change. Mm-mm. Can you imagine your life savings and you split it up between three hedge funds and, and one of the hedge funds hedges? Mm-hmm. <laughs> your bet? Mm. They they just don't do anything with your money that you come back to them sure. twenty years later and they're like, oh, we didn't do anything. Yep. Oh man. And there's those stories. Mm-hmm. It's happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Or I mean, maybe another another way to think of it. Perhaps imagine you divided up property. Right. So you've got a you've got a, a a property that's supposed to be producing something, uh, and normally with that you would make improvements. You're going to try to improve the ground, right? Uh, so the five person, you know, he doubled his land, maybe bought some more land or something, or doubled the output or right. something like that. The right. two person, they they also did improvements to make the ground better, mm-hmm. more fertile. The one person. Weeds. Yeah, they well, or or they 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 weeded it, but it, no, it's they, not producing no. anything different. But it's just weeds. I mean, that to me, or I mean, because the the like the land still has value because it's a, it's a chunk of property, sure. Mm-hmm. But but there was no there was no value added. There's no value sure. added. Okay, and it it hasn't kept up the value that. Like yeah, your inflation you, you, point you, you, was you, interesting. You, you, yeah. You, you put buildings on there. Yep. Develop it and grow Develop it. Develop it. Give it. Give it some more value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not... And A million dollars is not chump change. Mm-mm. No. That's not... That's... Uh, that's that's a chunk of... Yeah. It's like, a small... A small loan of a million dollars. I can't believe you didn't make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> All I got was a small loan of a million dollars. I don't know the reference. So. Oh, well, there's a remez. Go and find the meaning of this. Just don't fall down the political rabbit hole. Uh, Is that Bernie? No, 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 no. That was, I think that was circa 2016, perhaps. It was a long time ago. Hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so million, millions, millions talents equal a million. Yeah, they're about. Yeah. In my mind, that just went to uh, my talent is my my God given talents. Your God given talents. If you're listening to the Footnote Podcast, your God given talents are worth a million dollars. I feel like there's you could take you could take that completely out of context and still give a good lesson for like youth groups or something of like go and work hard. I don't know. Yeah, and I think. 
you could give it a strong capitalist spin. So so let, <laughs> let's so let's tie it to our our personhood. Like, okay. So this one of the areas we said we we need a value. We need to uh, steward steward ourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our physical self or emotional self or. Or mental capacity, all those things. Yeah. We, like those things, we need to steward those things. And so what if I don't value myself? Mm. What if I don't, which is oftentimes why people live unhealthy lifestyles because they don't, they, they because of their past experiences, and we'll get into this more this next week, but if I don't value who I am, mm-hmm. I'm not going to steward myself. Mm-hmm. Right. What if he just didn't value, the, like, I don't see the value in what I've been given to steward. Yeah. And again, we'll get more, so that's more week two yeah, conversation. You're not, not going to steward it well if that's the case. Right. Mm, good stuff. That makes sense. Try not to steal too much from Logan Sermon. We'll get there. Are you preaching this week? That's what I'm told. Oh. Yeah. All right. Second, second fun footnotey goodness coming mm. out of this parable. Five, two, one. All right. Yeah. There's some numbers. We're gonna we're gonna dive into the numerology. When we hear five talents, two talents, one talent, we we might go, well, how much is that? Like, what's that worth? Millions. We broke it down. We did. Five million. Work, worked it out. Million, we had, one million. We, we, we resolved that for you mm-hmm. so that that question, that deep question just aching at your heart was, was, was solved. Because <laughs> it was for sure aching. It was a but, deep ache. How much is five talents? <laughs> I need to know. But from a Jewish mindset, when they hear five, two, and one, they aren't thinking. They don't quantitative. Think quantitative yeah, they thinking they're thinking qualitative. Huh. Okay. So, when you hear the number five, and you think from the Jewish perspective, what do you think of? What number does five represent, or what 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 does the number five represent? I hate it when you guys put me on the spot like this. Like I should just know. <laughs> uh, you know this. I Genesis. Oh, Exodus, the Torah. Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Torah. The first when th- when they say their Bible, they primarily mean Torah. 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 Okay. When it says it's written in the scriptures, they predominantly mean Torah. Now, not always. Uh, but Torah is the foundation of of their whole belief. So, five Torah. Two. What might two represent? Mount Sinai had to be rewritten. Uh, Ten Commandments. Yeah, the two tablets. Two tablets. Yeah. Right. And then one. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is... I was going to say that, like, God, one, but I was like, too easy. That's like the... Mm. <laughs> yeah. Overthought it. Overthought it. I did. Okay. 
It's that joke. It's brown and so, fuzzy. I think it's a squirrel, uh, but Jesus. W- one of the things we have to understand about this parable is it's not told by itself. Mm. There are a number of parables told back to back to back in Matthew 25. And uh, I won't get into the implications of the other two parables, but this one. What if a person invests themselves in all of Torah? Is is that going to benefit them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about the person that just invests themselves in the two tablets? They live according to the Ten Commandments. Will that benefit them? Yeah. Not as much as all of Torah. Right. But a person that doesn't lie, doesn't steal, like that's going to benefit their life. Mm-hmm. What was the issue with the with the uh, servant with the one? He didn't have faith in his master. He I, hid it. But I knew you to be a hard man. Yeah, reaping where you don't sow. And so I was afraid. Mm-hmm. What if you know that there's a God, but you don't trust him? Mm-hmm. Are you going to benefit from that kind of a relationship? Right. It's going to be a, a negative benefit. Sure. I mean, and, and Jesus says, you know, even the, in, even the demons know that there's a God, and they shudder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's people that are like, yeah, yeah, I'm religious. I know there's a God. It doesn't change their life. It doesn't change how they live. They don't let the scriptures shape them at all. If well, maybe, maybe the way to think of this, think of it in stewardship. Do you steward the knowledge of all five? of Torah. Right. If mm. you steward that, then it'll it'll have an impact on your life. Yeah. It will it, it will expand, it'll grow, it'll have this it'll have this multiplying effect. Yeah. Same thing with the 10 commandments. You steward yeah. it, then yeah, with the two tablets. And then also, I would say if you steward this this guy was given one talent. Right. So he's given the knowledge of one god. We'll mm. use our analogy here. Yeah, he's given the knowledge of that, but he hides it. He doesn't, doesn't steward. He doesn't steward it. Right. He just hides it, retains it, pirates it in the ground. Yeah, is afraid. Is he's not stewarding that. He's not utilizing that. He's not letting that shape and grow and have a benefit because it should. Yeah, yeah. If, right. if the pattern holds, he should end up with two talents. Right. Yeah. You should know. lead him to the. Should lead him to the Ten Commandments. Should lead him to the Ten Commandments. <laughs> it, exactly. Which I'm not sure how that the two should become five then, but four is not nearly as much fun. But oh, the well. stewardship, the more yeah, and so it's just this idea. I think one of the things that Jesus is trying to communicate here is, are you going to invest this disciples as I leave? I yeah, I came to fulfill this. Invest in it. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that they did because they're able to c- quote the scriptures. 
Like they, they didn't have Google. They probably didn't have all this, the Torahs or all this, the scrolls in front of them. Right. Very unlikely. It's just they, they probably didn't have the financial means to have them. An Isaiah scroll was half a talent. Yeah. If I remember off the top of my head correctly, it was about it was about a half a million dollars. Yeah. For one Isaiah scroll. Shared shared amongst towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you were in Qumran, they. Then they just made their own. They made their own. They just print money. <laughs> they thrown off all of the. All that. <laughs> they were so talented. <laughs> That's for you, Brent Billings. Oh, jeez. It is mining up talents. Uh, A talent agency? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're ridiculous. There's a lot of potential to be made. Oh, to make all sorts of jokes with that, uh, I love it. I love it. All right. So is that is that tech? Would we call that a remez? I I would be hesitant to call that a remez. I would just call it a no, because remez is is hinting back towards a towards an Old Testament, like a story. A story. Yeah. yeah. But when you understand culturally, they might get that as a hint of like a contextual hint. It's perhaps. a contextual hint. Yeah. 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 It's, and, and we do that all the time. Hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk, let's talk about some possible remezes then, if that's not one. Let's talk about what might be, what's, what's some possible remez options? Okay, so uh, I'll give you Marty's first. Uh, Marty Solomon on his blog, and we'll we can link the blog in the show notes. Okay, he actually has a lot to say about this story, uh, and he's and he's covering the three parables together. But um, he connects this to Second uh, Kings twenty two, in the eighteenth year of his reign, King Josiah sent the secretary. Shaphan, son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, to the temple of the Lord. He said, go up to Hilkiah the high priest and have him get ready the money that has been brought into the temple of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have collected for from the people. Have them entrust it to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple and have the men pay the workers who repair the temple of the Lord, the carpenters, the builders, and the masons. Also have them purchase timber and dress stone to uh, to repair the temple, but they need not account for the money entrusted to them because they are honest in their dealings. What's going on here is the temple is in in disrepair, Mm -hmm. and the, the, uh, the king says, hey, let's go clean out the uh, temple and, and let's do a little bit of upkeep. He becomes king and, and, and sets his heart towards this. And they find the, the Torah scroll. Mm-hmm. And they read it, and they're cut to the heart. And so the, 
the priests that are supposed to make sure that that the temple's taken care of, they're not even doing their job, and and they don't even realize that there's a there's a book that guide them, mm. an instruction manual. But the carpenters, they're trustworthy. The laborers, they are trustworthy. So, um, what Marty says is is maybe the Ramez is. It's 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 not the priests that are going to bring the kingdom. Mm. It's it's the it's just faithful people. Interesting. Like you don't have to have all this education, and I think of D. L. Moody, who was an evangelist in the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Uh, he uh, he was. Good friends with Horatio Spafford, who wrote "It Is Well with My Soul." Ah, uh, D.L. Moody had a, I believe, a fifth grade education, fifth or eighth grade education, and, and was a shoe shoe salesman. Mm. And when he started Moody Bible Institute, he started it to uh, equip the layperson to do ministry. And I think that's this what Marty's talking about is kind of that sense of, you know, you don't have to have all this education. Sure. You don't have to have this official title, this official position. It's it's the faithfulness piece that's going to make a difference. Mm. Right. When it comes to moving God's kingdom forward. Hmm. So that was the remez that Marty found, um, and then his um, Peshat. Um, or his drosh, sorry. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the, the remets that I found, and oh, we'll see what we do with this. Okay. So there's uh, only a few spots in the Old Testament where you see the word two and five together. Okay. And and I started there. And this was the most obvious one to me. Uh, verse uh, Genesis 45, 5 through 7. Now do not be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. So this is Joseph, Joseph. talking to his brothers. Mm-hmm. For God sent me before you to preserve your life. For the famine has been in the land these two years. And there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God set me before you to preserve you for a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Hmm. Now, I was drawn to this story initially because when we think about someone who stewards something exceptionally well, Joseph has to rise to the top of the list. Yeah. Sure. So what do we do with the one? Because in <clears throat> chapter 45, there's, there's nothing. But let's back up a chapter to Genesis 44. And let's see if there's some similar elements to this as what we see in Jesus' story. Uh, He commanded his house steward, saying, Fill them in sack with food and as much as they can carry and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. So bury something. Put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth 
of the sack of the youngest and his money for the grain. And he did as Joseph told him. As soon as it was light, the men were sent away, and they with their donkeys. They had just gone out of the city and were not far off when Joseph said to the house door, Up, follow the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is not this the one from which the Lord drinks and which he indeed uses for in, for divination? Uh. Is this not the one? Not the only time in this chapter that the one is used. Okay. So that's verse 5. Dropping down, verse 16. So Judah said, What can we say to my Lord? Just talking back to Joseph. What can we speak and how can we justify ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are the Lord's slave, both we and the one in whose possession the cup has been found. Huh. Hmm. Now dropping down to 27. Uh, and I wonder if there's some fear involved here I mean, related to the one. Uh, so something's hidden. Mm-hmm. It's, it's buried. And there's fear involved. Yeah. Uh, your servant, my father, said to us, you know that my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out from me, and I shall surely, and I said, surely he is torn in pieces, and I have not seen him since. If you take this one also from me, so some more fear, mm. harm befalls him, and you'll bring my gray hair down to Sheol in sorrow. Now, therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the lad is not with us, since his life is bound up in the lad's life, when he sees the lad is not with us, he will die. So, you got steward. Uh, he collects grain for seven years. That's, you got the two and five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have famine for seven years. That's double the time period. You've got the... Burying things. You've got burying things. you got fear related to the one. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe maybe connection of the story to that story and... Sure. So if that's the case, what would the... So if that's the Ramez calling us back to that, what's the Drosh? Like what's the Drosh connection? Or what's the what's the deeper teaching that we're supposed to get out of? Or have you figured that out yet? Uh, so I, I, I want to go back to what you said about the one when we think about the five, two, and one in, in terms of how the Hebrew thinkers can think about this qualitatively. And and you said uh, he didn't invest the one. Okay. If you face your fears, mm-hmm. if you face your fears, like, like they had these fears. Mm-hmm. Okay. They being the brothers. The brothers. Yep. But they faced them. Okay. Judah becomes the hero of the story because he says, let me take his place. Right. Yeah. And and so I think uh I, I think the fact that 
the things that God would have us face as stewards is challenging is not surprising. It's whether or not we will face those challenges, the fears that we have with courage or not. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up our conversation here with some contemplation, perhaps, of how do we how do we go about having a discipleship conversation uh, or discipleship conversations about this this concept of stewardship? So as we're as we're going through this series, we'll we'll keep talking about this. Of uh, how do how do I how do I have a conversation with that guy that I'm meeting with for coffee every week, right? right. Uh, and Rob, you had said earlier this is a this is a little bit maybe maybe more of a mature conversation. Yeah, it becomes. Uh I, I guess it becomes a question of why is the conversation coming up? What's the issue? Sure. You know, for for someone that, if someone's brand new to the faith, then you have to lay some fa- groundwork. You have to mm-hmm. start where we started, which was Genesis chapter 2. And uh, present that picture of, of stewardship, and then you have to build on that to, to kind, of, kind of the process that I took that hopefully you could use that same kind of process of going, okay, we're going to start here. We're going to start in Genesis, but then we're going to move towards uh, Jesus' teaching on stewardship when it comes to resources, finances, those kinds of things, and 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 how that's a kingdom conversation. But then... If we're talking about our health, uh-huh. then, then, hey, so you get A, you get B. How's that applied to C? Sure, mm-hmm. you know, kind of conversation. In my mind, it would make sense to work the stewardship concept uh, to bring that up depending on where the person is at um, within those those are five categories if you will sure within the area of life that they're maybe struggling with mm-hmm. or so if they're if they're going through something where they're having health issues right that might be an open door that might call for some conversations about stewardship, you know, like you were talking about, you know, watching your caloric intake or watching your, so what are you tracking? Sodium? Sodium. Sodium. Caffeine. Caffeine. Yeah. I mean, if I'm discipling some college student who's going through all sorts of caffeine headaches, well, maybe we should have a conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's talk about, st- let's talk about God wants you to steward your body well uh, or financial resources. Maybe they're, I don't know, struggling with a budget mm-hmm. uh, or struggling with debt or something. Um, these are all things that would bring up that conversation in my mind. And it gives, it, in my mind, 
stewardship is a easier conversation to have if I see it as something a real incre- like a clear and present danger. Right. Um, if this is something that's going to have a immediate impact in my life, I'm more inclined to listen and apply and be willing to talk about it. If it's just some off in the clouds ethereal thing, then then I'm it's easier for me to just brush it off maybe as somebody being discipled. So knowing your your story a little bit, let me let me test that theory. Sure. Uh, because you you have a savings. Some. You have stocks. Yep. Uh, you own your own car. Yep. You own your own truck. Yep. You bought a house. I did. That's terrifying. Um. So, at what point did you have a crisis that made you start doing those kinds of things? Uh, doing those sort of things. Because you steward your f- resources. Yeah, pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah, pretty well. I've done that. I've done res- stewarding resources. I've done that from a very early age. Yeah. Like, is, um, it, is it just something that... Some of that is, some of that is going to be uh, a nurture learned from my parents. Sure. Mm-hmm. And the and the people around me. Um, I mean, my grandma was. I mean, not to name names, but do some of your siblings do things very differently? Yes. So it's so some of that's just a natural. Yeah, inclination. some of that's yeah, and I don't I, uh, some of that's a, a fear. <laughs> I some of that's a fear driven. Yeah. I like I I I was the kid. I well one there's a power thing. I was the fourth grader running around with 200 bucks in his wallet. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's a powerful feeling. I mean, if you're a 30 year, 30 year old, I mean, right. that could be a powerful feeling. <laughs> Heck, I, I, 50, 51. I, to this day, I still, I still really, I enjoy, like, I don't, I don't trust cards. A card is not cash. I enjoy that. I, I what was such it the, an old man. The other day, somebody. Uh, oh, it's in my phone case. I asked. Yeah, you. Jen asked me the other day. I keep a twenty in my phone case a lot of times. Um, I, I don't know if I love this new case because it doesn't really fit in there well. But mm. I, I, yeah, I don't have it in there right now. But most of the time, I have it's a twenty Jen in front of us. Most of the time, I have a twenty in my phone case, just just in case, right? Uh, so there's, there's that kind of thing. So, but even from a young age, I enjoyed, uh, like I, one self, self-reliance. Yeah. I don't want to ask for help. So if I can, I want to make sure I have enough for me. Uh, so there, there's that that plays into it. Did you know you were opening this can of worms? No, I really <laughs> didn't. So, so there's that that plays into it. Um, so but okay. on top of just steward, but but to do that, Th- does you, that impact stewarding things well means that I can do that better? Does that does that out of balance from a fear standpoint? Does that impact even the other steward areas? And you don't have to like say mm. what it is, but does that 
I'm just curious. I'm, I'm just, this is unresolved raw data coming out of my mouth here. So yeah. Uh, the fear, is that gonna, so you overcompensate over here on, on resources. So our five areas, creation, creation, resources, resources. relationships, self, and the gospel. Um, if 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 it does show up, it's probably the the first connection that's coming to my mind would be work harder. My my disposition to be workaholic ish. Okay. Uh, which usually that would that's going to impact either relationships or self. Yeah. And it's going to impact self before it impacts relationships. Okay. So it does. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that would be that would be the connection there. Okay. I think. Okay. So we just so we just answered one of the questions of how do we have a discipleship conversation? We just did it. We we really have to know the person. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's that that's a starting point. If not, point. then you're just yelling about tithing or something. Or 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 we think, man, they're doing great. The, sure. Logan's a fantastic steward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, and in some areas, yeah. Well, no, I mean, but, but, but in other areas, no. Logan but because is not we good. think of stewardship, sure, as a resource issue. Uh huh. And so I go, oh well, but that's one out of five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's one out of five. That's a really good. That's a really good point. If you but, were to, but like, someone we we look at. Yeah. If you were to narrow it down and be like, "Hey, Logan, how are you stewarding your health?" I'd be like, "Well, I try to remember to eat. I did just eat a bowl full of bacon. Oh, that was great. <laughs> the smell. Yeah. So. Which a lot of you are thinking that's not stewarding your health. No, that is that is stewarding my health because I forget to eat. <laughs> it is. Time. Yeah. It wasn't stewarding my health because I want to take his bowl from him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the fact that he's eating food is good. We're we're still working on what he's putting. <laughs> yeah. Bacon is great. A lot great. of nutrients in bacon. Great for sodium. Great for sodium. <laughs> cholesterol. A lot of nutrients. Cholesterol. In bacon. <laughs> cholesterol intake is beautiful. The body body thrives on those things. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Taco Bell. Oh, I had that for lunch today. <laughs> I feel called out. <laughs> yes, I love Taco Bell. Like, I do too. It's great. Yeah, if if you don't have food, Taco Bell is great. I I really I appreciate Taco and and if you're gonna compare fast foods as far as health wise, Taco Bell actually does beat out many. Oh, it does of the yeah. others. It does. It does. Uh, surprisingly, but yeah. But it's still not quality food. <laughs> I think Taco Time is a little better. The Taco yeah, would, Time in I this would say town Taco Time is, is not better. as great as other towns. We had a good one in Moscow. Oh, that was that was a good Taco fantastic. Time. I love Taco Time. Taco Time in Moscow was. It's dope. not so. It's not in a great location because it's all the way for for me. It's opposite end of town. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the I like the quality of food just a tad bit better. Mm-hmm. Um. Taco, yeah. What Taco Bell is just its own category. I was what? trying to help just you narrow. Like, Jen derailed everything there. When you were talking <laughs> we? about Logan in five yeah. resources, I was like, if you like, if you know a person and you get specific, you can be like, okay, there's a. There's Jen's a, like, give me the keys to the bus. <laughs> 
We're going to Taco Bell. Ah, chalupas for everybody. We're going south of the border, but not really. <laughs> no, I was like, me, me. <laughs> like run over Logan. I know what Logan needs. Some discipleship line. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about what Logan did. That's not what I meant to do, but I see how you got there. (laughs) Funny enough, it turned back around on you. It did. Old Taco Bell lunch over there. It and it was I won't even tell you what time it was at. Doesn't matter. It was at three. Close enough. Boom. Nailed it. It's a good time for lunch. Sweet. It's about the time I was eating bacon. There you go. So discipleship conversation. So the main point here, you got to know the person. Know the person. Relational capital, mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Uh, and then and then using that knowledge of the person and where they are at, what their life looks like, what they're doing, how they're what right. they're experiencing. Take that and apply. And have a holistic view yeah. right. of stewardship that we are to steward our bodies. We are to steward. Our relationships, we there's a responsibility there. We are to steward the gospel. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm if I'm stewarding my resources, but I, no one ever comes to know Jesus, like what happened? Right, missing missing something. Yeah, there you go. Nice, nice. Well, that was way more fun than I was planning on. Yeah. Good. You got Taco Bell to anything, and it's fun. Yo, Kiero. So there you good. go. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, we will be continuing on through our stewardship series ne- this next week. Yep. And uh, for the next three more weeks of this. Yeah. And and then on to Lent. So just put that put that bug in your ear right now. Let's be thinking about... What are you doing for Lent this year? Fast oh, food. We'll have a conversation on what it means to be closer to God, and yep. it's uh, going to be a very uh, holistic view again. Man, all about that holistic. I know. I'm sensing a theme in 2022. Rob starts, <laughs> Rob starts tracking his sodium, and all of a sudden we're a bunch of hippies that are holistic and such. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> yeah, it could happen. So Start tracking your sodium. I don't want to know. <laughs> when was the last time you drank water? No. Earlier today. Okay. I, was I actually drink a lot of water, but I am the worst at drinking mm-hmm. water. So again, I'm you throwing myself. You have a drinking problem. Holy <laughs> <laughs> but a giddy. The, the one joke. shortcoming from Sunday's sermon. Oh. I found out was how many times I referenced my wife in sermon. Ooh. She, uh, you did talk about her age. I did. That was a bold move. Yeah. I was curious how that would work out. Yeah. That wasn't what she just didn't want to be mentioned that many <laughs> times. <laughs> she gently. <laughs> but firmly. Corrected me. That's she will not be in, my, uh, in any of my illustrations this next week. I see what you did there. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, kids. We'll see you next time. Until then, uh, have a great week, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.
You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed and that you'll join us again next week for more footnotes.